Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, a cold, chilly man. I'm Tommy Calhoun, and I'm a haunted house. And I'm Tim, a Q to Q bitch. Yep, sure is, is, huh? That's really how it'd be, huh? It really is. A little bit of backstory. We're also a little bit off schedule today. And by that, we mean we're early. Yeah. (laughs) And the reason why is because weekends are designed to be hell. Yep. Yep. Also, I'm in the middle of a production right now. And by middle, I mean the end of a production right now in the sense that we're about to go up. And Q to Q is today and it'll be from 10 to 10. So it is 8 in the morning. Yay. Yeah, so let's just <coughs> dive right in, shall we? Did okay. you say die right in? I said die. Well, dive right in. But let's die right like... in is also my sentiments. <laughs> let's just mirror get that. It. Yeah. Let's get it going. I have a, a great good morning submission for you guys. This one comes from at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Uh, and it is Boxing Dog versus Soccer Cat. Could you elaborate? Now, Boxing Dog is a small dog with boxing gloves. And Soccer Cat is a cat with cleats for paws. Now, huh. uh, I believe it is assumed that these uh, requisite gloves and cleats will be fitting to the size of the animals. Yeah. So these are boxing gloves. I would say they will look a little goofy on the dog. They will be a little bit big, but they're not like human size. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the cleats, this cat is not going to be wearing size 12 shoes. So it's, you know, cat, kitty cleats. Kitty okay. cleats. I'm sure you guys know about kitty cleats. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty cleats. The hit, the latest hit in cat fashion. Yep. From the producers of Dog Vape. Kitty cleats. <laughs> exactly. You ever want to play soccer with your cat? And vape with your dog. And vape with your dog at the same time? Well, now you can with the Kitty Cleat Dog Vape Combo Package. The where we give you dog vape three cleats combo. and a vape with no juice. <laughs> fucking figure the rest out yourself, <laughs> goddamn Simple general. bitch. You simple bitch. You fucking ass wipe. You fucking child. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Who would win of these animals? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to take Boxing Dog. See, I knew you were going to say that. I just knew you were going to say that. It's because you guys still don't understand the ramifications of fucking cleats at the end of your limbs. Well, see, if they're scaled down, mm-hmm. then like that's not a lot of mass coming at you. If they're scaled down, it's not a lot of mass coming at you for the fucking boxing gloves either. Either. Yeah, but I'm just saying that dogs got big bite. So I think I think I like I'm gonna try and interpret this through how these animals like normally interact with each other. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like so like when dogs, this doesn't say that they're bloodlusted. Mm-hmm. So we put this dog and this cat in the arena, and the dog immediately wants to play. The yes. dog does that thing where they like put two arms out and then they jump up and down and they're like, "Play with me." Yeah, Play with me. that yeah, freaks yeah. the fucking cat out. And that freaks the cat out, and then the cat gets pissed. Mm-hmm. So the cat's, like, main defensive option is to just swat the shit out of the dog. Yeah. Which I think the cleats really accentuate the swatting power of the cat. Mm-hmm. Because normally the cat's, like, claws, you gotta aim them. But now the cat just has a full fist of sharp spikes to just swat at their yeah. little poor little nose and the dog. And, and I don't think the dog receives a lot of benefit boxing gloves because dogs don't use their paws a lot like that i definitely yeah, see what you're saying yeah. but let me throw this at you mm-hmm. okay cats already had spikes on their hands <laughs> yeah. that were much see, sharper than cleats see but imagine this imagine this it's not more it's not about uh, necessarily sharpness it's about the sheer amount of blunt damage the sheer amount of blunt damage coupled these two are working in tandem <laughs> the fact that it has fucking spikes at the end of it now uh of course if a cleat had a bunch of like cat claws on the bottom instead of fucking cleats 
like cleat claws of course it'd be fucking ridiculous but even still if a fucking cleat claw comes and hits your dog in the eye with the power that cats put behind the regular ass fucking swats your dog is blind cat claws cleat claws down by the seashore <laughs> okay so why you said on that claws let me, down by the clack claw let me tell you let me give you <laughs> this say. one dogs already punch what okay yeah on and people so, like, yeah well, but i people. don't think they really punch on on animals do they um uh, they mostly bite right well yeah but like as a greeting they'll oh. like jump on each other yeah. and stuff <laughs> that's fair and so, hello like, if we're, punch if we're going with this reality that the dog's gonna like set up an invitation to play first then like it's gonna get at least one or two good hits in there but mm. the thing about it is is that one or two good hits from a boxing glove is not that significant yeah because the thing the thing about boxing gloves that make them like really scary is that like and like the reason they're like touted in boxing is like when they added boxing gloves boxing got so much more dangerous is because like you like a boxing glove allows you to go all out with your punches Mm -hmm. and like a dog doesn't have any like punching force it's just got like it like falls on people and stuff but like the boxing glove in this case is going to cushion a lot of its blows yeah whereas the cat's cleats are just accentuating what it already does well now i think in the matchup dogs already beat cats though so this might be more of like an evening of the playing field. Well, see, uh, it's not just any regular dog because you oh. know it's, a, it's a. I mean, it's a small dog, so I took that as being. Oh, it is these, a small. The dog. dog and the cat are of equal size. Gotcha. Oh, so we're wizard. talking about a fucking Chihuahua and a fucking cat going at it. <laughs> Chihuahua. Yeah. Mm. What's that? A Chihuahua and a wiener dog. Oh, you mean a wee wawa? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. A wee wawa and a cat going at it. Um, and not going at it in the typical sense, um, I'm talking about fighting. Um, <laughs> so, so you're saying a wee wawa can't take a cat, no. like, with gloves? No, because like, the cat has fucking cleats. But the, the wee wawa still has a, still has big bite. Cats the have cat, small bite. No, cat, wee wawa has big bite, but cats have sharp bite. Oh, and cats have that, like, like, the cat's main, like fighting thing like once they're actually fighting mm-hmm. they'll like cats like do that arm wrap around and then they kick with their back legs because uh, yeah. they're trying to get like at your stomach and like rip you to shreds yeah and that like that'll get you that'll get you because like normally they don't have like they can't use the full effect of that because they have to put their claws out for it yeah and they kick with the bottom pad of their foot but if our whole foot is just cleats and that's just yeah. gonna shred you dude yeah. yeah yeah i think you guys actually are making a pretty good point because like rachel has a wee wawa back mm-hmm. at her parents house yeah and i don't think that it can Uh-oh. fight anything Uh-oh. yeah <laughs> yeah oh no um, yep all right i'm giving this bee. i'm giving this to cleat cat you guys persuaded me all right hell yeah bumpy yeah could you grace my ears with a versus or a question yeah um i will need you both to close your eyes and follow <laughs> me into the story dimension Okay. I would love Tommy, to. Tommy, I'm just going to, let me just lay this foreground real quick. It's going to be so easy for you to get me there today because okay. I, I pre-read the question and I'm already, I'm, I'm already there. Okay. I have not read the question. However, if I keep my eyes closed long enough, I will fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> it's eight in the morning. All right. Close your eyes. It's morning. The mist is resting lazily on the fields that surround the small vam- village hamlet in the middle of fantasy England. You ride up on your horse, and you survey this town of people, and it's mostly the same as all the others. Just basically a swamp with houses in it. It's The road is completely covered in mud, and the peasants look at you with dirty faces as you pass by. And you walk into town, and some man sitting in front of his house goes, Oi, governor! Come here! 
And you gracefully oblige. You dismount from your horse and you walk over and you say, What can I do for you? And he says, Hey, there's a pike. He's been messing around in the woods. You gotta go kill him. And you go, Okay. And so you do. You go out in the woods where all the monsters and creepy crawlies live. And you're picking your way through and you just, there's just like, you can hear some melodious sounds off in the distance. And as you pick your way through this bog and mire that this this town is surrounded by you you are just met with this horrible smell of onions just like kind of inundating your entire body and before you know it you turn around the corner and you come into this this small little clearing and there's a few tree stumps that have been fashioned into makeshift houses and there's a rumbling in the distance. You can't place where it is. And all of a sudden, the door to one of the stumps slams open. And you hear, somebody once told me the world. Oh, and my it's, God. It's Shrek. <laughs> and you, Geralt of Rivia, have to defeat Shrek. Oh, my God. How do you do it? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. okay, so hold on a second. Before we go any further, I want to say that saying we're walking through a small village hamlet is very redundant because a hamlet know. is a small village. I know, village. that's the point. <laughs> I just uh, want to go ahead and put that out there. So I'll A listeners. small village hamlet, town, place. No, that's... Okay. I think I think Tommy's onto something. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, Marcus. Gerald of Rivia, we're not very... Uh, the three of us aren't the biggest witcher fans i love witcher i mean binky and i have played witcher 3 have you played witcher 3 tom i played a little bit okay so i've read a little bit about the witcher 2 could so we could we i have a basic understanding of who could we Geralt say that is. we're we're we are Geralt. we're using Geralt from witcher 3 sure like yeah. the video game and not like the yeah, books yeah. Or I've the, the, the basis books. of this is gerald of rivia gets a contract on shrek can okay. he beat him i am inclined to say yes i i think so also see depends on the world that we're in oh you're right if are we in shrek's world or or are we in Witcher world? I, th- I feel like from Bompy's explanation, yeah, his exposition, we, we, we could do two. We're in fantasy England. We could do two where it's where it's Neverland, and then we could do or far far away or whatever the yeah, fuck far far away. Yeah, and then we could do one where it's Gerald of Rivia, Fantasy England. Okay, we well, can do that one first. Let's do that, that one first because that one's pretty easy. Gerald of Rivia kills like dragons and shit. Yeah, he comes yeah. into the swamp and Shrek's like, "What the fuck are you doing in my swamp?" And then he immediately gets hit by that fire sign and then just goes <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, for those for those of you that don't know, Gerald of Rivia's like big deal is he's like basically like a superhuman hunter trying to take down mythological creatures yeah, he's literally he's got, like literally born and raised to kill monsters yeah and he's got like these signs that like are like magic spells yeah, kind it's like of. soft magic yeah yeah and like what's his other thing he's got like one other he's got like oh he's got one that gives him a shield he's got one that like uh will uh, confuse the enemy yeah he's got one that oh and he's can, got like... potions and bombs those are his yeah, other big things yeah. and then he's got his like two cool swords yeah. he's got the force too <laughs> yeah he's got the yeah. force and he's a uh, keyblade wielder yes and he has a blaster from star wars mm-hmm. yep and he's a super saiyan so here's the thing he's also a kryptonian mm-hmm. so and here's the has thing Pokeballs. here's the thing about god Damn it. <laughs> Here's the thing about Gerald. This is what would happen. Mm-hmm. Gerald. 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 Seems Gerald. So Gerald. Gerald. So Jared. So Jared would walk into the swamp. Gerald of the river. <laughs> so Gerald of, of Rivia would walk into the swamp. Uh, Shrek would go on uh, just being like, I'm going to fucking kill you, mate. Um, and then Gerald would activate uh, the uh, shield sign. And then Shrek would kind of, you know, go to do a little uh, attack uh, and do zero damage. And then Geralt would be like, wow, that's it? 
it. And then he would just kind of like continually swipe at him with his sword because like the damage that Shrek does is not really significant at all. So I think you're underplaying Shrek in the in the Witcher world a little bit because Shrek's an ogre. So yeah. he's got like the supreme strength of a mythological beast, um, which we've also seen in his movies. So like I think he, he could give Gerald... A run Gerald. for it? Gerald. A G- run for his money. <laughs> Jared. Jared. I think he could give him a run for his money, but I think ultimately Gerald See, still wins. Yeah, I think I think Jared Jared of the River has a really good chance. Like or is definitely gonna beat him. Like mm-hmm. in, in in fantasy England. My thing on it is is that it's just it's it's far too easy to just really fuck somebody up with Jared. You yeah. know, Jared mm-hmm. is just too good at fucking people up. And also, generally, even fuckers what are a lot higher level than you they're pretty easy to outplay yeah oh okay you got like that you got like the fucking classic jrpg dodge roll that like makes you invincible for Mm, yeah two seconds yeah and you have your shield thing so as long as you have your shield active you're not really taking any damage Uh, and depending on and if this is like end game jared of the river that we're talking mm -hmm. about fucking his shield sign if you get hit by it then it like knocks people back so it's like you just can't touch that motherfucker that's fair so you just can't, there's just Shrek can't deal with this Shrek, shit. Shrek doesn't have the utility to do it in, yeah. in fantasy England. However, in fantasy England, he doesn't. But in Far Far Away, Shrek has all the benefits of <laughs> his assistants, which like like are all the people that he's made friends with on his journeys up to now. So like he's got Donkey, and he's got Puss in Boots, <laughs> and he's got Fiona, and he Shrek super slams him. Yeah, he, he, gives, he burps real loud, and Gerald's like. What what are you doing? And he's like, ogres have layers and punches him in the head and his head falls off. I think we're I think we're we lost you a little bit towards the end there. But... <laughs> no, I'm there. I think that this I think it would be equivalent. Remember in the beginning of the first strike movie? Whenever oh, the yeah. uh, soldier guys come in, yeah. and the dude that was reading the fucking thing, I think that guy is oh, Gerald yeah. of Rivia in the Shrek world. Oh my god. Shrek goes, this is the part where you run away. Yeah. Yeah, Jared just can't deal with Shrek. Uh-oh. Jared gets I think, real fucking scared. I think scared. Jared still beats Shrek in Far, Far Away. What the fuck? I think... I don't know. Because, like, don't get me wrong, Shrek, Shrek definitely gets, like, a, a buff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so his burp, we'll say that that's a long-range AoE. He has three assistants. Yeah. Uh, so Puss in Boots, Donkey, and Fiona. Mm-hmm. If we're saying Fiona's in her ogre form. Yeah. Yes. Then I think that that levels it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But Donkey and Puss in Boots are going to be fucking nothing. Dude. Well, Puss in no, Boots is a trained is... swordsman. Yeah. Yeah, but like Jared of Rivia trained for so much longer. Listen, but here's the thing. This yeah. is what would happen. Jared of River comes up to Shrek and the gang and is just like, uh, hey guys, I'm here to fucking kill you. Um, <laughs> like he does. And then Shrek is just like, me what? And then uh, a fucking Smash Mouth song starts playing, and they go on a fucking montage and beat the shit out of him. Uh, who okay. beats the shit out of who? Uh, no, I, it's Shrek and the gang beat the shit out of uh, Jared of River to a uh, Smash Mouth so montage song. I'm on your side, Binky, but yeah. I want to give a little more clarification. I think the way they do it mm-hmm. is that, I think the like thing that puts them over in this is that on their own, each of these individual parts of this team are weak compared to Gerald, Gerald, Gerald. But I, I don't like. So this guy, he's used to fighting like monsters that like, like they may work together, but they're like not trained. Or he's used to fighting like one big dude, like a big yeah, dragon. Yeah. But like, I don't think he's used to like really coming up against four 
highly competent, or like mid-level competency, like at least have a degree of training in a field that is very qualified, and especially people that have such a strong bond that they work together so well as these That's four. That's fair. Yeah, I think... I think it's the power of friendship that wins this one. Yeah, um, I mean, Geralt is definitely gone against, like, people-people, but the thing mm-hmm. about it is, is that these guys, they have such an interesting fighting style. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I've seen in Have you Shrek... ever played Shrek Super Slam for <laughs> yeah. the Nintendo GameCube? Exactly. Um, well, I did play Shrek's Adventure for the Game Boy Color. Yeah, remember exactly. that? Remember that scene in Shrek when Shrek was fighting all the, the guys with the, like, in the in the ring? In the arena, yeah. In the oh, arena, yeah. and then he got the beer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it would be something like that, you know? Except for everyone would be coming in and like tagging in yeah like shrek would be in the middle don't give a damn about my reputation yeah yeah that's the song i imagine playing either that or like a really good smash mouth song playing hell yeah like some crazy shit but like they would just toss that man around yeah okay you got me i think that garen garen of new jersey would fucking get (laughs) fucked up garen of new jersey is the same as geralt of rivia but he walks around with no shirt on and a spray tan (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right, Marcus, boys. <coughs> Welcome back to me. everybody's favorite bit, Bot Banger Jam. Uh, oh, fuck this time, yes. we are going to have a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this uh, Bot Banger Jam, the theme is the aughts. So songs from the mid two thousands. Um, is that what the mid two thousands are called? The aughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what some people call it. I really like that. So I'm trying to, you know, use my fucking social clout to really just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. force it. Oh, yeah. Welcome Marcus. to the clout fam. Make sure <laughs> right. you buy our merch. Yeah, dude. Right. Marcus has so much clout. Hit that fucking versus gang in the comments. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going first this time. <laughs> Give it to me, Binky. Okay. So, first song, that one Soldier Boy song. Soldier Boy? Superman? Yeah. Soldier Boy is the name of the song. Is oh. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was Superman. No, it's, no, it's Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. <laughs> Soldier Boy by Soldier Boy. And then yep. uh, Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. And Ooh. You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys. I don't. What's the last one? You don't know my name? Could you I don't know give me a song. sample? Are you serious? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Sorry, I'm sure Jeff. I know the song. I just like, don't recognize my name. Baby, baby, oh, I think I've heard that. Like, you don't know my name. Okay, run through the list one more time. Sorry. Yeah. Soldier Boy by Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake, and You Don't Know My Name, Alicia Keys. You Don't Know My Name, Jam, Soldier Boy, Banger. Cry Me a River, Bop? Yes. Yeah, I'm okay. agreeing with that. One Soldier Boy dog shit, <laughs> uh, okay, dude. That's, come that's on, <laughs> cry me a river banger. Yeah, um, uh, you don't know my name, Bob. No, you don't know my name, banger. Cry me a river jam. Okay, yeah. Uh, I definitely see. I definitely see. You don't know my name as a jam. I can. Well, it's Go more ahead, so a banger if you really think about it. You literally just called it a jam. No, I, I said no. It's a no. That's a banger. It's a jamger. No, it's what? a banger. You don't know my name, banger. Okay, okay, okay. Cry me a river, Bob. I think. What Soulja you just Boy... changed your answer to? <laughs> Soldier Boy is definitely riding that. There's line a line th- between a... dog shit and banger. There's a thin line between <laughs> dog shit and banger, and he walks it hard. Yeah, <laughs> I walk the line. Yeah, I don't think Soldier Boy was ever a banger. Okay, I, I think it was. Now, in if the you ox. were to say, yeah, if you were, to, if you tried to tell me that, in then you'd school? be a fucking liar. Listen, yeah. that listen. it was never a banger. No, 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 no. incorrect. I never thought it was a banger. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bad song um, because it was. We can all admit that, and we can all agree on that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, not, not too good. But uh, you know, even middle school Tim had the common fucking sense 
to not be a part of the masses, you know? Oh, fucking. I Tim, middle school like... Tim listened to the Talking Heads, yeah, and fucking... middle school Tim listened to Radiohead. Hey, yeah. come have, on. You, have saying... you listened to the new Strokes album, dude? <laughs> God. <laughs> when I was younger, I had the sense to not be wheeled in by uh, the flashing lights, uh, what all the kids were listening to. Um, Tim was above all Kanye that. West. Yeah, fucking... I was above all that. Yeah. yeah. Tim woke up every morning, and with his cup of coffee, he gained five IQ points every single day. Yeah, Tim listened exactly. into a higher paradigm of music. Music yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so, so anyway, <laughs> Soldier Boy, dog shit. I'll agree on that. Okay, dog banger. Dog banger. <laughs> oh god! Shut the hell up. <laughs> Bang shit. Bang shit. Shit banger. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I'll say Crimea River. Crimea River's a bop. Yeah, I can agree to that. You don't know my. You name. don't know my name. Banger. I'll say jam. I'll say jam because I think that's something that you like listen to the car and you sing yeah, in yeah. the car Whatever. along with it. I, I just can't imagine somebody playing that at the club and everybody right. like breaking down on it. See, that's the only way I can imagine that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bompy. Play it on us. What do you got? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Lose Yourself by Eminem. Photograph by Nickelback. Oh, my God. And Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO. We already did this. Did we already do a party rock anthem? We did it in a lightning round. <laughs> Shit. But it's okay because I'm putting it right back where it belongs. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. All three of these songs are dog shit. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Lose yourself is not dog shit. Yeah, lose yourself what is not dog shit. What are you talking about? Okay. Lose yourself is like that's a banger. I think it's one of those songs that rides the line, boys. <sighs> what? That song is a classic. Okay, okay. I definitely feel you on that. But just like, by virtue of being by Eminem, that you gotta admit that that's a few more points into dog shit. Yeah. Ugh. Eminem's not a great person. And then, but, and then the song, like, I can, I can definitely, like, hear it in my mind's eye. You know, my mind pod. You only got one shot. <laughs> Fuck, blue. yeah. Okay, so if it's, if all you right, guys are saying, right. if I have to pick something that's not dog shit Yeah, only one, one can be dog shit. How about that? Fuck. Only one. <laughs> yeah. Only one. Uh, run through yeah, it again, Yeah, so LMFAO, Party Rock Anthem is a banger. No, that one's <laughs> dog shit. That photograph one... is a dog shit. No, photograph and is Bob. Eminem, Lose Yourself <laughs> is a jam. That one's a banger. Okay, I'll go lose yourself. Banger. Nickelback. Dog shit. God. LMFAO. Bop. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think. Bop, I don't bop, think bop, we're bop, ever gonna bop, agree on this one. Bop, no. Bop, yeah. Bop, no. Bop, Tommy, bop, you really bop. picked a, a <laughs> you, fucker three. You really did, Tommy. <laughs> oh god. That's all I do. <laughs> um. Listen to me, the fucker three. <laughs> <laughs> can we get a lightning round, please? Yes, I got you guys. All right. So, Lady Gaga, Poker Face, Banger, Banger. Missy Elliott, work it. Oh, Bob. Uh, sure. The White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's a jam, dude. Sure, yeah. Jam. Beyonce, Irreplaceable. Oh, my God, Banger. Sure. Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot. No, no, that's, that's a, a banger. Pop. No, that's a banger. Beyonce, that's a jam. Pink, Get the Party Started. Oh, fuck, banger. <laughs> I'm coming out, so you Oh, yeah, that's a banger. Party started. <laughs> Arctic Monkeys, I bet you look good on the dance floor. Bob. Uh, give me a sample. I bet that you look good on the dance floor. We smoke cigarettes, Arctic Monkeys. Go with Tim's answer on that one. Coldplay, Viva La Vida. Oh, that's a jam. It's a fucking jam. That's a fucking jam, dude. Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Another jam. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> it's a GM riding the line of dog shit. <laughs> Jet, are you going to be my girl? That's Fuck. a bop. Yeah, bop. Outcast, Miss Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. 
I am for real. Never jail? meant to make you talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Christi- Bob. That's a Bob. Yeah. Christina okay. Aguilera, beautiful. I am beautiful. Jam. Jam. Beyonce, single ladies. Fucking banger. Uh, no, I can see that being a banger. That's all we got. Fuck, Marcus. I don't know how you managed to have no songs in the dog shit category. Yeah, because for I. Fucking mid 2000 songs. Yeah, here's the thing, dude, is that I actually <laughs> have a good taste in music. <laughs> Listen, if you're still listening to songs from the mid-2000s, you don't have a good taste in music. Oh, what the hell, How man? about that? Fuck How off, about bro. that? Okay. Fucker yeah. Tim. Binky, the... there was a few songs on here that you went, ooh. <laughs> like Irreplaceable yeah, by Beyonce. Okay, those. listen, Irreplaceable by Beyonce is a fucking classic. Yeah, and it's from the mid-2000s. It's from the mid-2000s, dude. Beyonce surpasses time. You're saying that <laughs> Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes isn't good still. No. That song still slaps. I wouldn't. I would, what okay. the fuck? Dude, you're saying Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet isn't good? You're saying Miss Jackson from Outcast isn't good. It's all right. It's not dog shit, but it's all right. Tim's like, I only listen to the sounds of frogs croaking at midnight <laughs> yeah, on dude. the side of the river and like drone music. Fucking. Have you guys ever heard of Sono? <laughs> <laughs> Binky, you remind me of that episode of Parks and Rec where Tom Haverford's like talking about like what makes a song good. And he's like, how many bass drops are there? How much auto-tune is there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like only the most recent song. Honestly, I think about all that episode a lot. <laughs> that scene specifically. I'm just going to come out and say it, guys. I don't really listen to mainstream music. Oh, my God. So, uh, it's not that I've like surpassed this, but I just feel like I'm better than it. <laughs> not to say that like it's below me, just that like I'm above it. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> not to say that like I've evolved past this, but like if you guys are fucking uh fucking monkeys, I'm a fucking ape. <laughs> Like, anyone who listens to, like, a radio station in 2019 might as well be a fucking bonobo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, bonobos okay. are one of the most intelligent out of all the apes. Okay, so. but seriously, like, I I can't listen to the radio ever. Like, it is, like, completely about, impossible. What about me. NPR, bro? I don't listen to NPR. Fuck. I'm I just missing out. Yeah, that's fair. We're not sponsored by NPR. I just, like, hate driving and, like, getting, like, an iota out of the range of the thing and just getting bombarded by static. Yeah, the, yeah that's completely... Up, dude. Yeah. Wait, what about... Like, just, like, driving and listening to the radio and all of a sudden, like, drive, like, one foot outside of the radio oh, yeah, towers thing radios. and it's just like, hey, this is NPR. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, like, I, I can't understand radios. a thing you're saying. If you still listen to fucking, like, actual radio stations and you don't just have a fucking Spotify or, like, Apple Music or some shit, I don't know what the fuck whoa, whoa, you're whoa, doing. Whoa, whoa. So I do listen to NPR on the radio, but that's just because uh, I want to hear Terry Gross say, like, this is Terry Gross with Fresh Air. Welcome back. I Today, my guest is Congressman Dick Butthead. <laughs> Listen, fucking Marcus and Tommy are giving me shit right now for my uh, jokes about how I don't listen to mainstream music. And Marcus is over here literally admitting that he regularly <laughs> listens to NPR just to hear one of these fuckers talk. Whoa, one of these fuckers. I'm above all of you because I still listen to Crazy Frog. One of the best <laughs> journalists of our times. Anyway, I have a submission for you guys. Please, lay it on me, Pinky. This one comes from at Case of Spades 32 and it is, who is the worst possible person you could cast as Superman. Oh, I love this. I'm going to get out ahead of this question for a second and say... There are a lot of horrible people that have existed in history. Right. Let's afford the people that have done genocides. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. Let's talk about people who are alive right now. Yeah. Um, people that are alive right now. Actors. Not necessarily like... Who are actors. Yeah. Actors. Yes. Yeah. Just like... Or at least at least you could see them making a film appearance. Right. Yeah. Now, I also want to say, I feel like the worst person you could cast as Superman is Goku. <laughs> 
That's the worst person you could cast. As I would Superman. love to see that though. It's like Goku. We found that uh, in addition to your Saiyan physiology, you also have <laughs> Kryptonian blood. Right. Remarkable acting ability. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. I think the worst person you could cast as Superman is probably... I have a list of three ready to go. Oh. <laughs> At any time? Yeah, right In now. case this question ever comes up. Yes. Right. Yeah, hit, 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 him, hit, him, yeah, me with hit me with it. Okay. So, oh shit, what's that motherfucker's name? No, we, were like... talking, we were just talking about him the other day. Voice of Iago. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, yeah. One, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Two, Danny DeVito. Three, Willem Dafoe. Okay, Danny DeVito and Willem Dafoe would be amazing Superman. No, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe would be a brilliant Superman. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> Now, like a super subversion boys, of the boys, trope. Boys, 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 boys. We all love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Yes. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. However, if you think for a fucking second that Willem Dafoe, a Superman, would be in any way good to watch, what are you talking about? I don't even know you anymore, Marcus. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what William Dafoe, saying? William Dafoe, a Superman would be a brilliant subversion of Superman. Yeah. Okay. For sure, and it would be entertaining for like two minutes. No, it would, no, be, entertaining it would be entertaining for, for a whole, whole three movie three series. Fucking... You would sit down and watch. Oh, what the fuck, Binky? You're telling me you would sit down and watch a trilogy of William Dafoe as Superman? Yes. yes. At least six hours. Yes. yes. I would probably watch that shit for nine hours. I'd watch that shit for 12. I would watch that shit for Lord of the Rings extended edition length. <laughs> what the fuck? Director's fucking cut. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, I think that uh, the Elijah Wood would be bad Superman. <laughs> I think Orlando Bloom would be bad Superman. I think Michael Sarah would be a terrible Superman. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Superman, you gotta save us. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> um, I think... Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awful Superman. <laughs> it's just, okay, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, but as Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network, as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the actor who plays Peter Parker's dad from the Raimi trilogy would be a bad Superman. Peter Parker didn't have a dad in the Raimi trilogy. I mean, Uncle. You're talking about Uncle Ben, Uncle, dude. Hold on a second. Ben? Can I, like, go back in time for no, a second? No, you can't. No, dude. Anyway, I, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I'm going to retake that one. I'm going to retake that one. Max? Hey. Max? Max, <laughs> please do me a solid on this one, man. <laughs> He's praying to the gods. Please. Please. <laughs> Oh, Max. To a higher power, man. Oh, Max, please. I'm going to go gonna, on like what this. What are you going to give him for, Binky? What are you going <laughs> to sacrifice? I'll, I'll sacrifice my fucking life. <laughs> Just don't put that in. What, hap what happened to Tim on Versus Extreme? Yeah. <laughs> I heard he fucking died because he said Spider-Man had a dad. Oh, my alive. God. No, I'm talking about fucking... I'm talking about Uncle Ben. The actor who plays Uncle Ben in the fucking Rainy Trilogy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, bad Superman. He would be a bad Superman. He would be a bad Superman. Yeah. Um, I think Tommy Calhoun would be a bad Superman. You're right. I would get superpowers and be like, there's so much cool shit I would do with this. Like, they'd be like, Tommy... A monster's attacking the city, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm making glass with my laser vision. <laughs> I would I would sit down and watch a trilogy of Bompy as Superman. No, you would not. I absolutely would. <laughs> you know, like, actually... It would be a whole bunch of me flying into buildings and being like, this doesn't even hurt. <laughs> like, that, that's what the first whole movie would be. Yeah, dude, you know, actually, I would totally watch Kent. that. I would like fly the bottom of the ocean and be like... Wow, it's so cool down here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is being a fucking. Now we never circled back to Gilbert Gottfried as Superman. Gilbert Gottfried would be a he, terrible Superman. He's the guy that voices Iago. Iago, the bird in yes. Prince of in Persia. In what Prince Aladdin? of Persia? In... Yes, Prince of Persia. <laughs> yes, um, um, I think yeah. Gilbert Gottfried's probably going to take it for me for the worst person to play Superman. Yeah, I think I'm sticking. I with think Goku. I think he's the close. I think he's one of the few people that 
could get spot Superman, that would be a terrible Superman. Because we've listed a lot of people that would be bad, but he has like the facial features, the hair. Mm-hmm. It's just the his voice. voice. His voice. And they'd be like, <laughs> Superman, you've saved us. And he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like that. You know who I would think would be a good Superman, though? Not like a great one, not even like a really good one, but just like a reasonable one. It'd be Daniel Radcliffe. He would be! <laughs> he would be just like an okay Superman. He'd be like, you know, I can I can kind of buy I it. I think that he could be, he would be an alright, like if they rebooted Smallville, oh, <laughs> I think yeah. that he would be a yeah. good Clark Kent. Yeah, you are so right. Um, Can I make a prediction? Yes. Real quick? Okay, so Finn Wolfhard. Oh, man. Uh, who the fuck is that? He's the kid in Stranger Things, the, the, like, the, main the curly kid, hair, main kid. Things. Go Google a picture of him. I'm yeah, you'll know. Okay. Sure of Stranger okay. Things. I don't want that in my fucking search history. Anyway, dude, Finn Wolfhard is going to be cast as a superhero at some point in his life. Hell yeah. I feel like he's either going to be like a Spider-Man or a Flash. Okay, I've seen that kid from commercials. Yeah. That's what? You've seen him from commercials? Binky doesn't For Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. You haven't watched Stranger Things? Why would I watch Stranger Things? Because it's a good show. No. It's mainstream garbage, guys. Oh We've God, gone over Binky. This. I'm Hipster, above this. Binky's out, dude. I'm above this. He, Binky, where's your beanie? All right, so are we agreed on fucking Gilbert Godfrey as War Superman? Yeah, I'd go my, with that. My beanie is actually literally right in my hands. Fun fact. Nice. Um, but yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Tommy, give All us right. that Give us that cue, dude. So, in the world of PTA meetings and couscous and sunday yoga who would be the better high speed low drag soccer mom <laughs> vegeta dragon ball z or sasuke uchiha fucking vegeta 100 percent. are you vegeta. sure yep. yeah vegeta would vegeta. be the best so- okay vegeta as a soccer mom is the mom that like everyone deserves yeah. <laughs> like i fucking love vegeta okay to be clear, I'm not talking about being a good mom. I'm talking about being a good soccer mom. Yes, Vegeta. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? What are you talking about? Sasuke Uchiha is definitely cutthroat enough to make it in suburbia. Vegeta has no idea how to handle these fucking crazy suburban moms. He just would, like, go absolutely ape shit like, three days in. But Sasuke would, like, listen, adapt, evolve, and overcome. Okay, so let me... Let me get this real quick. Uh-huh. Let me let me ask you this. So Vegeta would be a soccer mom. Is he still married to Bulma and has trunks? Yeah. It's like assumed that all of their like extenuating family and sure. stuff like adapts to be this thing. Oh, okay, well, except okay. Sasuke's. But um bum but um bump. Shit. Okay, I mean but you know, we're talking about future. We're talking about Boruto era Sasuke. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, okay. like dad Sasuke right now. Like oh, yeah. like Sasuke that has gone through his whole life up to this point and is now Okay. Okay, here's being the thing. Um canon in Boruto is that Sasuke's a terrible father. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking daughter didn't even know that uh he was the act- her actual dad Fuck. you know that gives him a point in being a good soccer mom oh my God. <laughs> um, i'm gonna take i'm gonna take vegeta on this because vegeta is cutthroat enough and since he's married to bulma like in in dragon ball super and like the end of dragon ball z you see vegeta become more restrained yeah. when he has to be yeah but then like he's also still cutthroat enough to like fuck someone up if he has to i feel like what would end up happening is that vegeta would really really get into this life i think that vegeta would really really (laughs) like it but in the way that like a fucking like someone who used to like box a whole lot in their 20s when they're older and they start like i don't know they get on if they get on like a they start like Fuck, let me sure think. Vegeta was really into soccer in his 20s. <laughs> no, 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 okay. Like, someone who, like, used to box in their 20s, uh-huh. uh, and then they get into a fight club, right? 
It's yeah. like that. Because, okay. like, now they've realized that all the, like, pent-up rage that they have had, all the pent-up energy that they had allocated to this previous thing they used to do, but they don't have that outlet anymore, now they have a new outlet for that. Guys, mm. I really, really, really want just, like, a special OVA of Dragon Ball Z with Vegeta coaching a soccer team and Goku coaching another soccer team. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they did do that in one episode of Super, didn't they? They both coached a baseball team. Oh, was that a thing? Yeah, there's... It's like that's one of their side episodes is like oh, fuck, they both gotta watch that. coach a yeah. soccer team or they co- both coach a baseball team and like uh it comes down to oh, what was it it's like like basically it comes down to vegeta pitching and goku batting oh, yeah. and like classic uh, yeah. they gotta like they basically like blow up half the ring because <laughs> they like <laughs> the power of their I think, pitches yeah i think vegeta would be an excellent soccer coach like he'd be an excellent soccer mom because like he would absolutely learn like yeah my team's got a crush like i gotta figure out like what kind of fucking nutrients they need <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah fuck them up with capri suns celery McKaylee, packs, come over here and get slices. your kale smoothie <laughs> <laughs> i did an impression you guys do too <laughs> Oh, oh that's your that was a Vegeta impression? Sure. <laughs> Damn Tim. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do your Vegeta. Kakarot. Oh fuck, this was terrible. <laughs> Kakarot, he did invite me to his birthday party. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like Sasuke would be better at it than you guys would get him credit for. Cause like, one. He could just use the Sharingan to, like, adapt to this situation. Like, if they're going in with no knowledge of, like, being a soccer mom, then he can just be like, what do all these people know that I don't? And then just, like, take all their information and be like, part of being part of being a cutthroat soccer mom is having dirt on all the other soccer moms, and Sasuke mm. would be oh. absolutely 100% the gossip bitch. That's fair. I feel like Bulma would have some insight, too, for Vegeta. That's true. And, like, another thing is, like, I personally, I've never seen Sasuke elude anything of like soccer mom energy but vegeta and (laughs) i have i have seen some soccer mom energy coming off of vegeta vegeta stays exuding the soccer mom energy like anytime i see vegeta with trunks i'm just like fucking a man like i love this man yeah (laughs) like like, he's so protective of bulma and she has the can i see your manager haircut oh my god yeah you know that that's that some of that shit's run rubbed off on him that's fair Yeah. yeah that's fair like okay. that, this was a great question, Tommy, but I just think Vegeta <laughs> takes it, dude. Yeah, okay. Vegeta's just gonna take it every fucking time. Barkus? Oh yeah, I got a question. Marcus, give me a question. Okay, so Control Freak from the Teen Titans. For those of you who don't remember, he's the you know the fat like weeaboo neckbeard guy who can control the TV. Control Freak of Teen Titans versus Scott Pilgrim, Bloodlusted. So <laughs> this is an interesting question mm-hmm. because the fact that Scott Pilgrim is fighting Control Freak insinuates <laughs> yes, that, Ramona, that Flowers. Ramona Flowers dated Control Freak. Yes. Yeah. Which yikes. is hilarious to me. Yeah. Biggest yikes. Um, the secret eighth evil ex. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, they never really dated. Oh, yeah. Ramona they just like, held was... hands in a school play or something. Well, I was going to say Ramona Flowers was just his waifu. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so much worse. Yeah, he, he like, recorded Ramona, Ramona Flowers, Flowers' voice and used it to make, like, a Vocaloid thing yeah. so that he can, like, make songs using her voice. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> we uh, broke Bimpy. Uh, yep. And so now Scott, Scott has to fight him. Okay, so... What are, like... So, like, for anybody who doesn't know, Control Freak's powers is, like, he could put people in TV and then like had like reality warping powers inside the TVs. But what were like the extent of his reality warping capabilities? Could he just like do anything? Uh, From what was shown, 
he could like he could change the reality of the television program. So oh. like say that like he warped you into Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Oh, then he could God, make please. then he would make Sheldon pull out a gun or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Yeah, like he couldn't just like Except for the gun is his dick, but it still fires bullets. Now wait a second. Now he couldn't just like summon a uh. dragon. He's he couldn't just like summon a dragon in Big Bang Theory. But mm. like yeah. But if it, so if it makes sense for the context. Yes. Gotcha. And this is just the base Teen Titans. Uh or oh yeah, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just so this is like end of movie Scott has earned the power of self respect katana. Right. Um mm. and you know what? Let's say let's say that he has he has an extra life too. Oh, okay. okay. See, my thing on this is that Mr. Pilgrim has the the quality about him that allows him to outwit opponents. Because yeah. there are a few times I mean, there are multiple times in the movie. Um, I haven't read the uh, comics. There are multiple times in the movie whenever he had to... How do you say? He couldn't beat his opponents with just physical prowess, you know? Right. Mm. Uh, he had to outsmart them, like with the vegan guy. Yeah. Uh, and that was with, an anime bullshit. Uh, Captain America, he had to really, you know, fuck him up uh, yeah. with his mind. And I feel like that's you the way you You once were a vegan, now you will be gone. <laughs> Top line from that. <laughs> now, I feel like that's the way you have to be control freak. You have to... To men- you have to mentalize them, you know? Yeah, yeah. You have to distract them. If you yeah. can if you can figure out a way to get Control Freak to land on Toonami when there's like, when you know for a fact there's going to be big titty anime girls on there. Yep, yep. You know One Piece is on right now. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's post time skip, dude. Nami's, Nami's looking extra thick. Oh my no. god. <laughs> so... I think, like, I think the only way, because I agree with you guys, I think okay. the only way Control Freak could beat Scott is if he continuously traps Scott in a series of social situations, yeah. like Ooh, situations yeah. where he can't fight his way out. Like he gets, he gets put in a bunch of Bollywood dramas. He gets yeah. put in a bunch of yeah. Korean dramas. He gets, he gets put, put in, in a bunch keeping of up with the Kardashians. Yeah, he gets like put in places where he can't fight his way out. He yeah. has to like. Yeah. Talk socially yeah. talk his way out and scott pilgrim he's got a lot of like charisma whenever he's in the moment like in the heat of the battle but yeah. like if if he's just like getting made fun of by mm. a bunch of people i don't think uh, he's yeah. like he has he has the extra life though he does have so, the extra like, life i think that and just like in the movie he's gonna go th- like he would go through the first time get shat on and then if he had his extra life he would come back and have the perfect response to everyone fair well even still then that depends on how far he gets the first time around yeah yeah, yeah. if because... he only gets halfway through control freaks like plans yeah then... his uh, reality tv gauntlet <laughs> yeah but i think i think scott would take it like six or seven out of ten i think so too because yeah. i think he's just like control freak is intimidating and scary and i know it took the teen titans a whole episode to beat control freak but i think that's because they had to have a whole episode for the teen titans to yeah. fight this guy yeah. <laughs> um, i think control freak would be too afraid of him like himself of putting scott in those situations because control freak is like the most socially uh unaware person i don't think yeah. he would be able to handle it well i think he would be able to say like wow these situations would fuck me up and this kid's a fucking nerd and yeah. then he would like, I think he would he be like, because like yeah. he would feel empowered in those situations because he's like, well, I can control these so- social norms so I can yeah, like that's fair. adjust this how I want. And then right when Scott Lee expects it, Kim Kardashian pulls out a gun. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I always expect that from Kim Kardashian. Fair. Who doesn't, dude? Bompy. All right. This is... Oh, I didn't give a source to that original Reddit question. The original Reddit question came from Tauntaun22. No, Tauntaun2. Sorry. Nice. Um, but this quite this Reddit question comes to us from 
just some guy doing stuff. Uh, that's his whole username. Okay. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. It's just uh, the Egyptian gods versus the Greek gods. Um, and I think, yeah, yeah, it's just the Egyptian and the Greek gods. Okay. Now, when I hear anything versus the Greek gods, I will generally say that anything is going to win. <laughs> really? <laughs> because the Greek gods, while somewhat powerful, mentally... Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. That's true. Completely unsound. Zeus, um, fucker that he is, uh, literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. I do not think Zeus could do much against just about anything. Because I feel like the whole thing about the gods, the Greek gods, um, the reason why, they, why they're significant mm-hmm. um is because they're powerful so if you have other beings that are like just as powerful they're not gonna know what to do really and like i i don't know that much about egyptian gods but uh-huh. i did you know some precursory okay okay googling yeah yeah give me some information so well i don't like i said i don't have like a whole bunch but like they seem just as powerful as the Greek gods but like not as fucking unstable <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of the egyptian gods just have their shit together or yeah. like and like they'll have infighting but like it's like we have armies and we're fighting with these armies. Yeah, and it's like it's completely not like, like reasonable things. It's not like, oh, well, I don't like my wife, Hera, literally the like one of the coolest gods that exists. So I'm going to go fuck a bunch of people on Earth. <laughs> like, yeah. And like the thing about the Greek gods in Greek times was that their human rulers were to be looked at as having the qualities of gods mm-hmm. uh, being like, you know, morally upstanding while their gods had the qualities of uh, humans mm-hmm. as in being they were flawed they were flawed yes and with them being so flawed it made it it made for some you know it's interesting for Mm -hmm. sure um, but as far as them going up against a pantheon of other gods who are not as flawed, yeah. like Fair. and the Egyptian gods like do essentially the same shit, like hold up the sky, um, protect the world, they build the world, usher the dead, fucking, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Um, I just I, they just have a much better head on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. I think that another really cool thing about the Egyptian gods is that like pharaohs were essentially like gods, yeah, um, or like gods in human form, right? And so there's one guy. Oh God, I don't want to butcher his name. Akhenaten. Akhenaten. Thank you. Oh yeah, he, um, Akhenaten. Yeah, he the like Akhenaten. essentially he's essentially a god killer. Like he like whenever he became pharaoh, he was just like, okay, none of these guys are gods anymore. <laughs> like fuck. He like he was there was a few of them that shit. he was just like, yeah, these these guys can stay, stick around. Uh-huh. But like he purged like a shit ton of them. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And so like, what's a god to a non-believer, bro? Fuck. <laughs> okay, so. We're pretty soundly in the camp of Egyptian gods kind of kicking the yeah. ass of... Greek Plus, gods. like, here's another thing. If a Greek tried to pull that shit... <laughs> yeah, everybody would um, be like, excuse me? They yeah. would be smote due to their hubris. Yeah. Immediately. There's uh, so many plays. Yeah, they, the gods would look down at them and be like, no, 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 bitch. And then they would twist yeah. fate and he would die. They would, um, they would, say, oh, about to say. They would say, oh, Plato, you simple bitch. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> it would be uh, somebody... Nipple. It would be like... That's literally, isn't that the plot of the Odyssey where Odysseus like spurns one of the gods and she's like, well, I'm going to curse you now. And then he, that's like the whole thing for all of the Odysseys. Yeah, that that sounds right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So what, um, what about in a fashion show? Who would win? Ooh, Egyptian gods for sure. Are you sure? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh my God. Fucking so much shit popping, dude. The Egyptian gods are fucking fly as hell. Like you take one look at Horus Mm -hmm. and then you look at dusty ass, crusty ass Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You take one look at Ra. 
Uh And then you take one look at fucking Hermes, Hades, fucking Zeus, and you're just like, ooh, man, my man over here. My man (laughs) Ra's looking fucking spicy. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Fucking fucking Zeus is looking like a chug jug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plus, like, like the Egyptian gods, like, kind of makes it up a little because they got all the, like, different animal heads. Like, the only thing that the, the, like, Greek gods mix up is, like, there's Pan, and he's got goat legs, and that's it. Yeah, (laughs) and fucking Anubis, dude. Dude, the fucking jackal head. Anubis is always on fleek, and then you fucking look at you fucking look at Hades, and he's like, "I'm blue." Yeah, (laughs) that's it. I'm blue, or I'm a weird looking actor. Yeah, (laughs) with weird clothes. Yeah, he's like, "I'm James Woods." (laughs) (laughs) I hate my wife, but she keeps me in line. (sighs) The old lady, my old ball and shade. Persephone, you can go fuck yourself. I think the only like the the Greek gods that would like look good is like Poseidon. At least in all the like, yeah. like renditions yeah. I've seen of him, he's constantly looks pretty like. Good. I mean, like, there's also like um, Aphrodite, but like that's yeah. her thing. So like, yeah, I'm, yeah, she, yeah. she already gets a pass. But I think Poseidon's like one of the few that I'm like, that dude's a swimmer. He's gonna have a nice bod. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Well, okay, the Greek gods have nice bods. They do. That's why they got so much fuck. Um, <laughs> but but their fashion sense, their fashion tragic. sense, <laughs> yeah, they their tragic. fashion sense is literally let's put a cloth drape over me. Yeah, yeah. like fucking rectangles, dude. They're yeah. just wearing bed sheets. <laughs> Meanwhile, like fucking Bastet, dude. Have you seen the hats that like they have like the pharaohs in in pictures? Yeah. Those things are fucking wild. They're like, yeah, insane. Yeah. If that went down the runway on like it for, I don't know anything about yeah, it. I was going to say, let's watch Tommy dig himself out of this one. <laughs> if that went down the runway, like there'd be, that shit would slap so hard. Yeah. But. Let's just say uh, Phidias could not really compete who what who you know the guy who was the one who started the phidian style of greek art oh okay what <laughs> you know I don't how know anything about art too you know how in sculptures uh you see so you know how in like greek sculptures you see it when like the cloth is like real close to the skin and you can oh, see all yeah, the curves yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the phidian style okay. oh, and okay. so you know it looks it's beautiful for sure mm. however when you're talking about fucking boom bam bop it's not. It's not. Oh, what you look. Yeah, it's okay. not what you're looking for. You're looking for some Egyptian shit, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. I think Egyptians take it. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I think that's our last goof. I think that is our last goof, actually. Sure. We want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams, Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and their cat Taco. Their cat Taco. Oh, uh, cat a, Taco. Such a nice Good cat. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antlergoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you guys, our wonderful, beautiful, magnificent listeners. Because without you guys, we would not have a show to put on. So thank you, thank you so much. And if you would like to submit to us, please do, please do. Uh, you can add us or DM us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, or you can shoot us an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Please... Please, please, please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms. It's really easy. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's just click five stars, say spaghetti and meatballs, and we're in. That's it. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Uh, Word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners. If you like the show and you think that you have a friend who would like the show, tell them about it. Shoot them a link. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes two seconds. Um, Also, thanks for all the feedback that I've uh, received on True Combo. Hell Uh, yeah, Very excited to release on March 8th. 
Uh, so look out for that. Follow us on Twitter at True Combo Cast, and I'll be having a new teaser out soon. Uh, my first guest is going to be Max Nolan Young, so look out for that. Boys, got anything else? Nope. I uh, love everybody. My name is Mark Striscoll. Good night, San Francisco. My name's Tommy Calhoun. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.